for, she says, how long have I been asleep? He says, only two hours. And like he pulls Goodnight out and I'm like, there is no way. She, she did not hear the multiple orgasms by Bond and the evil lady. And you know Bond is making some cool quips as he's having sex. Oh, you know course. he is. He's of like, course. are you ready to meet uh, Her for, Majesty's Secret Servant? Oh, yeah. First come, first serve. Or yeah, some yeah. stupid some shit, shit like that. Like that. <laughs> First come, first serve. 100%. He has said that during sex. 100%. No, but... Um, and this then, job's got a lot of girt. You're like, okay, you're stretching now. You're stretching, stretching now, Bond. You're stretching. Welcome to a very finely dressed episode of Straight to Series, episode 36, in fact. My name is Connor. And I'm Ian. And yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to the movie podcast. Welcome to the movie pop culture trivia podcast that we do. Well-dressed. Well-dressed podcast. <laughs> yes, I forgot my change of clothes, so I'm dressed how I dress and work, and I feel... You're interviewing for this podcast. I feel podcast. like I'm being interviewed. You're doing well. You're yeah. doing well. I'll Thank give you. you that. Thank you. Thank you. I prepared very much for this <laughs> this moment, yeah. All my life. All my life, I prepared for this. Um... Like Vin Diesel prepares for all his roles, you know. His yeah. entire life has led him to who he is today. He's obese. He's obese. He's, he's not obese. Ripped. He's, he's ripped. obese. He gets all the women. He's fat ripped. <laughs> he is. He's still fat ripped, honestly. Hey. I can't wait to see how he beats up John Cena because I bet it's unrealistic oh. as fuck. Oh, of course. I, it's got to be like a straight up fist fight and for some reason John Cena loses. Well, he beats up The Rock. I've never got over that. Yeah. That was the one. And you knew it was going to happen though. Yeah. You knew in the fifth movie you're like, the Rock's gonna have the E pavement, you know. Oh, it's so. Then stupid. he beats up Stadium and like the seventh one with the biggest wrench you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but then again, he 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 doesn't beat Statham. The streets beat. The streets beat. Him. Never forget the yeah. streets beat Statham in the end. Yeah. Um. And then in the obviously the next one, obviously who could they make as a better villain? Make Dom the villain. He's unbeatable. He's unbeatable. That's the thing. Even when he's the and villain, what's he doing it for? He's doing it for family. Family, yes. Family. Do you remember when he loves Letty so much that he shoots the gun in the air? It's like, why, <laughs> wow. don't, you, why don't you just wow. put the gun away? <laughs> why don't you just not shoot her? You know? He's like... It's not dramatic Ugh. enough. Yeah. He does his... He does... Oh, I never showed you the John Lovitz video. No. He does... He Vin Diesel does the classic acting trick of uh, you talk really soft and really deep and then when you want to be dramatic, you get loud. <laughs> He's like, I ain't got a choice. You know? That's how he acts. Like Nicolas Cage. Like Nicolas Cage. So Nicolas Cage is... Amazing and terrible at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Acting. Undecided. Undecided, yeah. My favorite thing about Nicolas Cage is the Abed episode from Community. Community, where yes. He can't, he can't, he can't figure it out. He's like, but there's Face Off and then there's, and then <laughs> yeah. there's Las Vegas. And I just don't understand. Or it's not Las Vegas. It's... Uh, um, Oh, leaving, oh, Las Vegas. leaving Las leaving Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Las He's Ve great in that. He is great. He's Las Vegas is like De Niro being yeah, yeah. that the lads, the old lads are still funny. It's Michael Douglas and Morgan and Freeman Morgan is Freeman. in there. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Alan Arkin, I think, is in there as well. I feel like he's in yeah, that I movie. I think he is in that. Yeah. I yeah. can see the poster. Yeah, you know? yeah. A bunch of old guys in suits. Uh, Michael Caine, he's in that as well. Kevin Klein? Kev is he in that? Oh, he might be. I think he's in that. He might be. I think be. he's in that. We were talking about Kevin Kline earlier. droop neck going on all of them. Oh, man. They all have that droopy. The, 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 scrotum, the scrotum neck. Yeah, the scrotum neck. Like uh, Boss Nass. Boss, yeah, yeah, yeah Boss exactly. Nass, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, we should move on to box office because that's how we normally start these things. Let's jump straight in. Let's jump straight in and check in with the... 
Birds of Prey. Nailed it. You nailed it again. Thank you. Thank you. Even though it's not called Birds of Prey anymore. It's hard. Well, right. Let's look at the original name is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I quite like that title. I kind of like how bold it is. Yeah, me too. It, it's the a, audiences seem to be confused. Confused by it. Yeah. It makes DC, the DC fans just sound like idiots. Yeah. It does. Which I don't believe they are. No. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> those who like the Snyder Cut or release the Snyder Cut. They like. They do like it, even though they haven't seen it. Even though they haven't seen it. Did you know Superman is Jesus? Oh. Did you know that? Is he? Yeah, Superman is Jesus in those movies. You did, you, you were watching it. You didn't get the subtitles. I, I obviously didn't get Superman it. Superman is Jesus. He's Jesus. Okay? He was Jesus. He came to save us all. Play, I'm sorry. Duh. I'm sorry. <sighs> Fuck you, Josh Whedon, coming in and ruining our Superman is Jesus. <laughs> our making, amazing. Our amazing. Justice League. Our everything we were going to do with the DCU. It's going was, to be four days long, that was, movie was. Yeah, it was ruined by Josh Whedon and his agenda. Don't even bring up his name. Uh, please, please. Uh, so, yeah, the DC fanboys can be pretty stupid sometimes, but yeah. So, Birds of Prey is now called Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Yeah, and I understand that. Birds of Prey isn't really an established property where Harley Quinn yeah. is. So. And, like, there's a lot in that name, that long title. There's a lot of meat to that, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I do kind of appreciate how bold it is, though. It's kind of yeah. like, we give no fucks. I prefer... And if you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, that, that title suits that trailer. Yeah, totally. Like even like it's a jumbled mess, but so is the title, you yeah. know. Um, you actually went to saw Birds of Prey, and we'll be having a review. Yeah, a yeah we'll give it a little breakdown. But uh, yeah, it opened as a bomb, which is why they kind of switched it up, right? It's the lowest DCEU opening. Mm. Now people might go, "What is the DCEU?" It's at this stage, no one really knows. But let's just say Shazam is like I think the the second lowest next to Birds of Prey. I think they're called Worlds of DC now or something like is that. It? Oh, I, I I don't know. So the I saw DC Saga. The DC Saga, yeah. I don't think DC know what they're doing. No, definitely not. But uh, but like you know, you got Aquaman, you got Batman vs Superman, you yeah. got Man of Steel, mm. and you've got oh Wonder Woman. Wonder a- Woman's a part of it. Apparently, she references Suicide Squad, which yeah, there's a light reference, which therefore means. Ben Affleck is Batman in this universe because well, he's in Well, it's a DCEU it. film, yeah. so he has to be Batman. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's weird that Batman now doesn't exist in this universe. It, yeah. Isn't it, that strange? It's very Does strange. Does Superman exist anymore? Because Henry Cavill's like, I'm still Superman, but I'm not Superman, I'm but not I am. Superman. I am Pe- Superman. People want Michael B. Jordan to be Supergirl now for some reason. He supposedly met with Warner Brothers. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know what's going on. Yeah. As, as we said, we don't know if DC know, know I don't what's think going they on. Do. I really They're just don't. confused. They're like, how can we make money? Let's make a Joker franchise. I watched... Uh, have you ever seen Joe Blow? Uh, Joe Blow movies? They're like a YouTube I have, channel? but I cannot remember the last time I've watched anything on them. Okay. I started watching... They do an awfully good movie series where they watch bad movies and they like talk Great. about them. But I also watched... They do a What the Fuck Happened to This Movie series and I watched the Justice League one and all the stuff that went on in the background. Like it's... Like they even started with like Man of Steel and going on and then kind of explaining everything that goes yeah. into it. And I was like, man, this is super interesting. But the DCU was fucked. It is. It's all over the place. Yeah. The fact that Batman and maybe Superman almost don't exist anymore. It's, yeah. it's weird. It is weird. I know they exist, but like, are they in hiding? Yeah. Like, what's Superman up to right now? Yeah. What is Batman doing while Black Mask is like tearing through Gotham or Eating something? Eating birthday cake. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. Morning is Robin. Fuck off, Alfred. Fuck off, Alfred. Fuck off, Jeff- Jeremy. Uh, I can still fit in the suit. I it's just like a, a crop top. <laughs> yeah, he's packed It's in. all belly button. <laughs> the bat suit's acting like a girdle now. And now he's got the bat symbol as his tramp stamp. Yeah. The, the, knees that, well, he's got the, 
the phoenix on his back the anyway gra- the grappling gun fires from his belt now because he can't lift it up and hold it and then anymore. it still can't go anyway he, still, he's he's a, he just struggles he just all the way up he swings into a wall and he's like oh I'm so tired oh my cardio man yeah um, anyway so birds he's of prey. got bat snacks yeah yeah <laughs> he has that bat snacks in his belt now like the back card Mm, yeah, yeah. The, put it on the, my the credit card. card. Yeah, 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 yeah. Expires like never. Is not what yeah, it says. Like, yeah. get that shit out of my face. And on the back, it says where you have to sign your signature. It has Bruce Wayne written there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I love the bat snacks, and it's just a Snickers. It's yeah. just a Snickers. <laughs> I'm not me when I'm hungry. Wait up, Joker. <laughs> um. So yeah, Birds of Prey kind of didn't open very well. It's gotten decent reviews. What's What's it sitting at on Rotten Tomatoes? Last time I checked, it was on eighty percent, which okay. feels like it's leveling out. That seems about normal okay fair I'll, enough I'll check here but uh, yeah so they changed the title and actually ticket sales have improved which is it's weird so yeah. maybe the DC audience are idiots I, I don't know I don't know it because 79% now it's on I mean maybe the thing nowadays with big blocks blockbusters is waiting to see the reviews because we saw that with Rise of Skywalker yeah. you know people thought it was going to be a failure and then all of a sudden it turned it around maybe that's what birds are happening to birds of prey you know what even what I'm saying to DC at uh, the DC audience maybe yeah. are idiots it's not actually the DC audience it's the broader audience everyone who's yeah. a fan of DC knows that this is happening Yeah, it's the broader audience that's like the emancipation of the what what is going that's on that's too long Yeah, I'm out well, consi- Parasite? I don't want to read a book that's a movie. <laughs> I don't want to watch subtitles. I want to read subtitles while I watch a movie. I don't want to be educated. Yeah, but we will. I, I think we're going to watch Parasite before the next... Uh, yeah, I think we should review it. Yeah, because- we'll, get, we'll get to the Oscars anyway. Yeah, we will get to the Oscars later. But uh, yeah, so they've changed it up now and... Uh, and this is to please that 53% of the audience or 49% of audience that are male, you know? That are male. Yeah. 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 A it's lot, interesting. A lot of articles out there pointing out the male-female ratio in this movie, which is, it's you know... quite balanced. Yeah. Which is, I mean, not surprising for me. I know, but it is kind of like a girl power movie. Yeah. Totally. Even though I always wanted to see it. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a broad statement, but... <laughs> I, the minute it got like okay reviews I was like I'm in okay yeah. I, did, I did want an excuse to that's see that's all you need is the past yeah I just know? I just need that little bit of certified freshness just yeah. a little bit just yeah. a touch of certified totally. freshness totally. even though it's well documented that we were most excited for you and McGregor uh, oh I'll get I'll get to Yui yeah yeah but um, yeah I mean it's interesting that they feel the need to point this out whereas like obviously it's a comic book movie 50% of the audience is going to be male that's just yeah. a given you know what I mean I but like I don't know. It, we were talking about this before that there's this weird stereotype that like, oh, men are only going to see it because it's Harley Quinn and it's Margot it's Robbie, Mark Robbie looking and it's, sexy, you know, Elizabeth, uh, Win- uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and then all who the- looks very attractive in it. Yeah, well. it's not the case yeah. whatsoever. I've never gone to a movie just because I'm attracted to people in it. No, never. Yeah. And we were only saying this just before we started the podcast. Yeah, that it's kind of like that cliche thing that a lot of women are into that. A lot yeah. of women will do. I'm making broad statements, but it's fucking true. I've seen it. The Fifty Shades, Twilight, um, Magic Mike. Magic They'll Mike. They'll make a night out of it. Yeah. No lads will go. Let's all go see Hustlers. Let's all go watch Hustlers, baby. No, I, like I, we've also spoke about how yeah. we we check that shit out on YouTube. Yeah. I, I was interested to see certain scenes. That's the thing of that movie. That's the thing. Women are like, oh, I'll be a pervert, but I'll do it in my own company. Yeah. Women, I'll do it in private. I feel like women are like, oh, I'll go sit through a whole movie with Magic Mike just for the stripping scenes, whereas yeah. guys are like. I'm not going to see Hustlers I'll wait for the stripping scenes to come on YouTube and then I'll look them up I'm not you giving know? them my money yeah I'm not giving them I'm my money I'm not into that yeah yeah it's it's um, 
it's, it's like a stereotype that is kind of swaying towards the yeah, female yeah, I agree. gender. I, I've never done that. No. I remember, though, my girlfriend told me she went to see Hustlers mm. and there was a la- one guy in yeah. the cinema and all the rest were chicks going to see Hustlers and he was sitting in the middle and he strategically had his backpack on his lap Ooh. and you're like, I know what's going on I there. I know what's going on And there. I know that type of guy. A sticky guy that's just sitting there, Ooh. aroused for an he entire movie. He may not movie. start sticky, but you know uh, he's leaving sticky. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, that's. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. His if, name's Brendan. He is. I don't know why. His name. I'm giving he's, him a Brendan. He's a Brendan. Yeah, and he's like, "What did you do this weekend, Brendan?" He was like, "I went to see Hustler." And you go, "Of course you did. <laughs> yes, of, course of course you did, did. Brendan." How was it? Mm, wonderful. Well, I haven't changed my underwear since. <laughs> Um, I don't and know he's anyone. wearing one sock. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. I know what happened on a sock. I don't know anyone who speaks like that, but whatever, you know. Brandon speaks Bre- like Brandon that. Brandon speaks like fucking that. Brandon. Fucking Brandon. No, but uh, we've no data to back this up other than we're both guys. <laughs> yeah, we're both guys. And I kind of, I don't know. I feel like we're not too far off on no, this. No, I really, I do feel that way. So I think that every guy that went to see Birds of Prey went to see a comic book movie. Yeah. That's why they went to see That's it. That's why they were it's there. A, it's an added bonus yeah. that we get Sexy Margaret Robbie and yeah. now the sex appeal is turned down big time in this oh, right. you know they, they do try to make it a little bit more neutral I've seen a lot of comment like uh, multiple articles on Facebook on like all the websites I hate like Uproxx and BuzzFeed about women are loving the hair tie scene in yeah. uh, in Birds of Prey and I'm oh, like oh my god we can get to that in the review I can't believe there's articles upon articles about this like, I've seen articles that are titled um, the unapologetic feminism okay of Birds, Birds of Prey of is like fantastic and shit like this. Okay. It's just unapologetically feminist and we love it and all like that. We'll, we'll get into it. we we'll get okay. into it. I, I also saw a YouTube video that said, uh, uh, did whatever the character's name, Mindy, shall we say, make the right decision and all the boys I've loved before too. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> fucking kill me. I would never, <laughs> who was watching that video being like, did she make the right decision choosing whatever? Let's chat about it. Yeah. Did she, Make the right decision choosing whatever boy who also looked like the other boy she was into. Which one should you have picked? I was like, I don't. That's like us watching. Did Sylvester Stallone make the right decision in Expendables Two <laughs> when he sent the new lad up on his own? Oh yeah, to get kicked in the chest by Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. and get destroyed. Yeah. yeah, Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. The You've, less beautiful Hemsworth, but still beautiful. Very beautiful Hemsworth. All the Hemsworths are beautiful. The, no, the, no, the least good-looking one is the one who plays Thor in the theater in Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. We got, what was it? We got Thor, we got Diet Thor, and then we got Thor Zero. Yeah, Thor Zero, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. Thor Zero, he looks like he could have been one of my friends, you know? Yeah, totally. I've definitely hung out. I've seen that guy in a bar, and I've yeah. shouted to him before. Yeah, and he's he's okay. He's all right. He's got an all right personality. Yeah, you were kind of like, all right, man, well... He's uh, better than Brendan. Yeah, he's way better than Brendan. <laughs> Brendan's in the corner. Mm, ladies, mm, hello. Can, you mind if I masturbate? <laughs> Does anyone mind if I get You're already doing off? it. <laughs> You're like, midway through. Why did you ask? It's You're already mid-stroke. out. Yeah, he's like, I'll just be in the bathroom. And I'm <laughs> like, why Why are you going there? Jacking off. Yeah. I, I, I assume I got it, that. It was a rhetorical question. I got it, Brendan. Go, Brendan, you sticky mm, bastard. Yes. Um... <laughs> That's his feet. Just uh, sorry, Brendan. <laughs> okay, but anyway, let's look at Birds of Prey. Let's. It made eighty-five million so far, which means it's actually made back its production budget because eighty-four and a half million, which is quite modest for the movie that it is. Like, it looks good. Yeah, 
Like it looks it looks like at least eighty four and a half million was spent on it. Okay. You know what I mean? At like, least all the money is up on the on the screen. Okay, well that's good. I mean the costume design and stuff, it's kinda in the Suicide Squad vein. It seems yep. really cool. All the sets look interesting, at least, you know. I did watch I watched a clip of an action scene and it's the one on the Ferris wheel and they're yeah. like sending the guys back and I was like, This is a cool action scene, but also very reminiscent of the comic books and the Yeah. The animated stuff totally where you see joker in that kind of theme park yeah it, amusement mile which is where it's set but um i was like for an r-rated movie this is kind of pg like they're just kind of batting them back with the uh, hands but they was made r-rated after the fact right no though oh. well yes that's what was the story was mm. that but if you watch the movie the language is way too strong for it to ever have been considered a pg oh, okay. movie so when i was watching it actually i'm glad you brought that up mm. when i was watching it i was like clearly this was always going to be an R-rated movie. Either that, or they did two different takes, where they did a PG take, which I've heard, I think it was the Wolverine that might have done that, yeah. where they, they said they did like an actual R-rated version yeah. and a PG version. But I'm glad you brought up the rating, because when I was sitting in the cinema, okay, I was thinking, I'm glad it's R-rated, and I benefit from this. Mm. But I think this movie is perfect for female teenagers. Yeah. Like, perfect. Any... Re- if you're a teenager, you're rebellious. Yeah. If you're a female and you're a teenager, this movie is made for you mm. and you cannot watch it because it's all rated. Yeah. And I think that may have hindered the box office ah, success. That's interesting. And when I was watching it, I was thinking this. I'm like, I was going, I'm so glad this is all rated, but I could see if this wasn't all rated, it would really feed into any insecurities that uh, teenage teenagers in general have, but especially female teenagers. Mm. Seriously, like it would be the perfect rebellious movie for it. Yeah. It really would be. Then again, how many R-rated movies did you go to as a teenager? Not many. <laughs> because I'm 5'5". Five five. Uh, so when, when, I was, when I was 14, yeah. I looked 14. Uh, and when, okay. I was, when I was 15, I looked 14. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 18, I looked 14 and a, a half. half yeah. And a half. Yeah, I'll give you a half. Yeah. Where then, when I was around 19, I looked, I looked 20. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly went the opposite way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know how that is. Um... I'm not Marty McFly anymore, you know? Oh, damn it. If only, if only we could still be Marty like McFly. Charlie playing an 18-year-old. Oh, man. I, I, sometimes I just wish I had, I had his life. Except for the bit now. Not, not his life <laughs> The now. Parkinson's. Yeah, not the Parkinson's yeah. bit. I have his life before Marty, uh, the Parkinson's. I can't think of the actor's name now. I'll think of it in a minute. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. But here, you. do you get what I mean about the... The R rating might yeah. kind of stump the, the box office success. I totally see what you mean. But at the same time... Yeah. Me being greedy, I was like, I'm so glad this is R-rated. Yeah. I'm so glad. It's great to see more R-rated superhero movies where they can do it whatever is. they want. Yeah, but it, then it, at the same time, it's like, oh, maybe this was the wrong, R-rated for the wrong reasons. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it was the wrong one to pick. Wow. That's super interesting. Then again, my friend was saying to me, he was like, oh, well, they could have made Shazam R-rated. And I was like, no. Why would you make... Shazam is the perfect movie to be PG. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the wrong one to go for. Yeah. With the likes of Batman vs. Superman. R-rated. Kind of looks like they wanted to make an R-rated movie, yeah. but couldn't. Yeah. Have Batman, like... like $250 million budget. You come in saying it's going to be R-rated. They go, totally. get the fuck. There's the door, yeah. Schneider. Have, like... Have, like Superman like happen. break Batman's arm or something like that. Hell yeah. yeah do some sh- or have Superman put Batman on a diet. That's yeah. like the worst, oh, worst torture. I want my carbs. Hey man, 
Not in Batman v Superman. He was no, looking fucking he was great a in that. Tank. He was a beat. True. Remember, remember it's he, Justice League. Where remember he when he's pulling that tire, and I was like, man, I will never look as good as Ben Is Affleck. Is everyone else looks erect right in now. this in yeah. this theater right now? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> Brendan in the corner. I am. Where in Batman uh, in Justice League, you want uh, Kal El to arrive in the black suit and yeah. just put Batman on a diet, and he's yeah. like, I want my carbs. I want my carbs. I need to eat. You yeah. deserve this. Yeah, he's trying to talk to Wonder you Woman. You failed this city. And she and he's like getting food for it. it's on her face and she's like oh my god yeah. I, I I would be into you but you keep spitting your food at <laughs> yeah, you I know. a burger no no yeah. no no, no. I need the calories to do keep you, up the choice do I hear my secret identity <laughs> is he having a learning disability also? I don't know I don't know That's just Batman has a learning disability Batman. you heard it here first anyway to get back to the box office uh, sadly Birds of Prey you know it's made back its budget but Sonic is tracking to beat it this yes, weekend and I'm intrigued because. Mm. It's getting okay reviews. Yeah. 61% last time I checked on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it was 69 when I checked. Maybe, <gasps> it, maybe it fell since then. Oh, potentially. I had it open. 67%. 67. Oh, okay. Maybe. Jumping all over the place. Ah, yeah. Listen, I probably didn't yeah. pay attention. Um, so, it is interesting though. Birds of Prey has made back its production budget. Okay. So, it hasn't made back its marketing budget. I think it needs to make at least 200 million. Yeah. Like, it will still be a box office upset. I predict two fifty to three hundred million. I would say. I think that's a nice neutral. Yeah. Forecast. Like unless it. it that's I, not success though. No, that no, no, it really isn't. That isn't successful at all. That that would. I don't even know if that'd justify a sequel. But I I don't think. I don't think it would. But I think the accountants would at least be happy. Yeah. They're they, like, okay, we they, we can move on from this. The experiment yeah. didn't fully work. Yeah, but we can we can go on. We'll potentially make another female-led superhero movie. Yeah. Well. But, I mean, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman. Oh yeah, sorry. Wonder Woman will destroy at the box office. And that's I think. a DC EU movie. Yeah. yeah. And the first one made eight hundred and twenty million. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I think Wonder Woman could make a billion. Ooh. <sighs> that's yeah. I think so as yeah. well. Actually. Yeah, I think it could. That's a good shout. It right could there. rival Captain Marvel definitely, especially yeah. with the '80s nostalgia that's going on in that movie. And it, it looks way better. It actually does. That it trailer does. is fantastic. When I yeah. went to see Birds of Prey, of course that trailer came on. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen it yeah. in the cinema. Blue Order. I was. So pumped. New Order? Oh, New Order, not Blue Order. <laughs> Blue Order. It's like a mix of the Blue Man Group and New yeah. Order. I was thinking Blue Monday. Blue Order. Blue Order. New Order. So blue. so blue. So unhappy. <laughs> anyway. Um, that that trailer yeah. is fantastic. Isn't it? I had a movie boner just watching it. Do you remember when you saw the... And it's not because of Gal Gadot looking... Yeah. F- oh my God, looking like an absolute goddess. Angel. Just a true... Honestly, uh, like... I want her to hold me upside down the way she does with the guy. Yeah, apparently Zack Snyder, like the whole reason she was cast was because of him. And I'm like, fair play to him. Like she's, she's, she looks like a goddess. She really does. She really does. Yeah. And she's got the acting chops to back it up as she well. She totally does. She, Which you would, I think it would be fair to assume yeah. someone that beautiful and you know her backstory of like, didn't she Modeling. Win? Yeah, she won like Miss Universe or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You're like, oh, clearly she just got in because of her looks which she probably did at first and then was like hey look I'm a really I'm good actress a really good yeah. actress too shame on you for judging a yeah. book by its shame cover shame on you for what for, a cover though oh what a beautiful cover did let me just, read the cover one more time Jim Carrey is getting flack for something he said to Margot Robbie on Graham Norton I did see that yeah. I, I actually enjoyed listening yeah. to say that I know people are like he's pretty much just complimenting her on her symmetry yeah people were calling him out on being like creepy and everything and I'm like y- you clearly haven't seen Jim Carrey recently he's kind of all about living in the moment yeah. and he just says what comes to his mind and it's not it's he's not like trying to be 
mean or anything. Well, wait until we get to Bond yeah, in wait, this podcast. Wait until we get to Bond and we'll talk about real fucking you, creepiness Yeah, you want sexism. some misogyny? We'll yeah. give you misogyny. Yeah, Jim Carrey just made a very funny joke. Yeah, obviously. he was just pretty much saying, I could see many reasons why you could be successful yeah, he's in this like, business. You're, you're such a great, he, he was like, you're such a great actress, actress and in spite of how, you're, what, what does he say? You're, oh, yeah, 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 your physical, your physical deformity, deformity or, something. or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, man, she need to act, doesn't she? And everyone's laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Margot Robbie was the first one to laugh. Yeah. She's also Australian. So people take the piss. Yeah. You know, they have a very similar humor to Irish and English people. Yeah. I tell you what, self-deprecation if, if and all that. She, if she had reacted badly, I would have said, "Okay, you have a right to. People have a right to have a bad, you know, yeah. be like, oh, that was." Uh, I don't and like. I would understand if she didn't act badly, but you could kind of see it in her eyes, yeah. like where the cogs are moving, and she's unhappy, but she's just trying to be professional. Yeah, but it's not like that at all. No, she thought it was funny. Yeah, like, everyone on the, when Jim Carrey came out on that couch, everyone was sitting there like, "Oh man." It's Jim Carrey. You know I know. What I mean, and then you have those fucking hashtag triggered city. Yeah. They're just like uh, reading between the lines, but you're yeah. not reading between the lines. You're inserting things in between those totally. lines. Yeah. Your own, your own fucking image your, yeah. or your own impression is going in the. Yeah. Did you see the way everyone there when he said that joke was smiling and having a good time? Yeah. That's what you should take away from that. I know. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, I we we weren't going to talk about that, but it just came to my mind. I was I so know. pissed off about that. And I seen that joke. Yeah. I seen that joke. I haven't seen all the the backlash. Oh yeah, well it was. Just, I mean, all the bullshit. I was on YouTube and I saw articles and like reading the comments on YouTube and it's just like, fuck me, God's sake, crooked. Yeah. There's worse things in the world. Yeah, like yeah. Vin Diesel. I yeah, like Vin Diesel. Oh man, we rip on him so much. I know it's so fun. Um, I love it. Okay, uh, Parasite is now in the top four of the box office. I want to. Uh, I'll check now after its big Oscar win. Yeah. It. Um, it's moved up on the boards anyway. Yeah, I seen on Tuesday it was one, two, fourth. Yeah, fourth in the box office. Just over half a million it made. Yeah. And this came out, obviously, many months ago. Many, many months ago. Like, we will probably find it on a website somewhere. You know, that's yeah, how long we're, ago we're, it came Hopefully out. we're going to review it next week. Hopefully. We really want to. I know we yeah. said that earlier, but we do really want to talk about it. Especially after its big win. Yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. Good old Bong Joo, Bong Joo Hoon. Bong Joo Hoon. Sure. Bong Joo Moon. Bong sure. Joo something. Yeah. Um, yeah, he seems like a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy indeed. Definitely yeah. dyes his hair. Definitely, yeah. But he made his Oscars. He's fifty. I know. He looks good. He looks really well. And he made his Oscars kiss, which means I like him. Yeah. You know. Um. Anyway, so Parasite has moved up the uh, box, box office, office after winning. And Rhythm Section, you did a deep dive into this. Oh, Rhythm as Section, as you so, often do. Yeah. If anyone's seen last week, if seen the podcast last week, we were talking about the Rhythm Section because it set an awful record Rhythm Section is a movie by the way not just our the, band oh, well it's their rhythm yeah their <laughs> yeah. Rhythm Section that'd be a great name for a band would be the yeah. Rhythm Section write that down <laughs> it's down already cut the stream <laughs> uh, copyright copyright yeah. the Rhythm Section is a Blake Lively movie and literally blink and you'll miss it because it came out last week and set a record for the lowest opening in America weekend opening in America for a movie that came out in 3000 uh, locations or more which pretty pretty much means the lowest wide released movie it's a pretty big bomb that's what that means it was so harsh and then I looked into it and it cost 50 million to make and it made less than 3 million in its opening and it's going to struggle to make 10 million in America so it cost 50 million and that's without marketing that's just the production budget so then I looked into it mm. and I remember this story so long ago, nearly a year and a half ago. That's the same movie that Blake Lively shattered her hand on. By hitting Jude Law's elbow. Elbow. Yeah. Elbow of steel. Elbow of steel. They were doing like a, a fight scene and she just cracked his elbow. Yeah. 
destroyed her hand and had to production had to shut down for six months. That's Watson's elbows right there. Hell yeah, or your man from uh, Miss Marvel on uh, oh, Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah, that character. Big bicep McGee. His arms were fucking huge. He that. was big in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he was big. I felt what? if he tensed. I could do pull-ups on his arm. Oh, totally. Didn't... He looked like he was going to rip that shirt when they were fighting in that opening thing. I've never seen him look like that. Neither have I. Yeah, I've never seen him look that big. So, well, anyway... Oh, well, he's a handsome man anyway. He, oh, I mean, of course. It's Jude, Jude Law. Law. It's Jude Law. Jesus. Yeah. But anyway, Jude Law... Um, yeah, his elbow. Fuck Jude Law's elbow. Shattered yeah. Blake Lively's beautiful hand. Yeah. And <laughs> she had to get, like, surgery. She had to go through um, physical therapy and all like that. They They... We're going to shut it down for 12 months, but it only ended up being six, I think right? it was around six months, yeah. and they pushed back the release date almost a full year. Yeah, that was it. So after all that, she gave up her hand for this movie. Mm. Her hand is still kind of mangled, she was saying. Yeah. Her knuckles are not in the right place. Jesus. And yet, now she lost her hand <laughs> and also has, like, the biggest black mark on her Career. her movie CV. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, other than Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but at least, well, yeah, actually, no. Yeah. At least she got married through that movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Something good came yeah. out of that movie. Yeah. And Taika Waititi's in it. Yeah, I mean, how bad can a movie be with Taika Waititi in it? Pretty bad. Pretty it's bad. Really bad. <laughs> it's a bad movie. It's <laughs> a bad, it. bad movie. I remember watching Green Lantern even when I liked every movie I watched and I was like, yeah. I don't really like this movie, you know? <laughs> I'm kind of... Is he fighting a cloud? Yeah, I was like, why does... Th- I don't like this and I'm yeah. not sure why um, so that's the rhythm section breakdown yeah it went terribly wrong it's like it, it's just everything went wrong t- for this movie yep. and she didn't make a movie for so long you gotta think as well mm. she broke her hand so badly that that six months probably ruined other movies for her because she couldn't do them yep absolutely because her schedule got pushed back a full six months mm. So to end the box office thing, the rhythm section put out one bad beat. One bad beat. Yes. Now we're I gonna, like it. We're gonna move on to reviews now. Um so we kind of dipped into this earlier, dipped our toe in this earlier, but Ian saw Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. We're gonna do a non spoiler review. Yeah, review. I liked it. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah. It didn't change my life. No. But I'm glad I seen it. Okay. It was better than what you expected. It was better. Okay. So Margaret Robbie, of course, is great. Yeah. Ewan McGregor is so charismatic in this is so good yeah speaking of language he gives us a fucking fuck at one point and I'm like oh my god yes he he is lapping it up yeah he's great as Black Mask in all the trailers all he steals the show it's better it's better than the trailers honestly he was my favourite thing about it because now of course everyone's going to be like but what about Margaret Robbie I knew she was going to be good in it yeah. and she totally delivers and I, all the other actresses are good like Mary Elizabeth Winstead Mary Elizabeth Winstead would be one of my favourite things about it as well Cool. she's very funny in it as well you and McGregor thought the same thing <laughs> no I know <laughs> yeah boy <laughs> sorry climb the um, board that shit I don't know why that made me laugh so much <laughs> she I, is she is red hot in it as well yeah. she just She's very fit looking in it. Yeah. And I think Gemini Man as well, I've I seen, sadly. Mm. And she's one of the best things about it because, you know, some some actors just don't suit the whole action hero. Adrian Brody kind of dipped his toe in Predators. And yeah. I was still like, I need to see a few more movies with him being an action hero. Even though before. I like him in that. Even though I like him. I do like him as well. Or yeah. I like the movie. Yeah. But I was very... 
I was undecided when I seen him in it. I'm still like, I need to see one or two more action movies with him in it before I'm like, okay, I accept you as an action hero. Yeah. Her and Gemini Man is you're very convinced. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, she can throw down. Yeah. I think as well she looks very physically fit like she put on a little bit of muscle totally. and she worked out a and bit I'm, differently and I'm sure they don't go the Batwoman route of her just being able to punch people like they show that she's she, got skills she's got skills she that's got the, skills to pay the bills nice and yeah she's nice that's nice. what sounded like um, uh, she's really good in it uh, the action is very well made okay it is it doesn't gender shame you because that was one of my but it does a bit a oh. tiny bit but that was my one of my biggest fears going into it was like I just don't want to walk out going oh, I feel so guilty for what I have between my legs <laughs> I'm a man I'm guilty because I just want to enjoy the movie yeah. and I was telling you before this podcast that before and after the movie I gave a good old scan of the theatre yeah. and it w- there was more blokes like I mean in the one the, the screening I went to see I would say 70% okay. were guys like it was me and my male friend mm-hmm. and then there was two other guys right beside us and there was just many guys mm. in general there. Just many guys. Many guys. Many guys hanging out. There was Brendan in the corner. <laughs> you know, good old Brendan. Fucking sticky uh, Brendan. Yeah, but um, just to run off all the other cast members, um, I don't know their names. Uh, the girl plays Black Canary. Yeah, she's really good as well. She sings in it. Yeah. Very good singer. Oh, I heard her in a clip. She mm. sounds very good. Yeah. The Renee Montoya lady. Yeah. Is she? She's all right in it as she's well. She's all right. Ali Wong is in it. Ali Wong. Is she any good? Yeah, but she's very... It's a very small part. Okay. I, I really like Ali Wong, but she's only in it a small part, so it's not as if she really pops, you this, know? This is a comic-related question. How much does she speak? Not a tremendous amount. But, but she but talks? She, yeah, she does talk. Okay, and is she any good at fighting? Ali Wong's yeah. character? You don't see that at all. You don't see her fight at all? No, okay, not at all. Right, they're going a different direction then. Okay. I heard that, yeah. Cassandra, the Cassandra Kane in the comics is one of the best fighters in the DC universe. Is she universe. Sandra Kane? Sorry. No, it's not the young girl. The young Asian girl. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, Ali Wong. Ali oh, Wong is like... Who's Ali Wong playing? Ali Wong is playing like a district attorney. Oh, who you am know, I the, thinking the, the comedian, Ali Wong, she was in that movie with Keanu Reeves there. Oh, sorry, always, yeah. Always Be oh, My Maybe? Is always that Be called? My Maybe. Oh, sorry. I'm you know the comedian? I thought you were talking about the young girl. And the young girl. Sorry. You just, oh. heard, an, you just heard an Asian name oh, and no. you're attached to... I'm so racist. Oh, again. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, my God. That was a genuine mix-up. We're going to get cancelled. Yeah, we're going to get cancelled cultured. I didn't mean it. It was an accident. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Ali Wong. Sorry, yes. Ali and Wong. she does speak in it, though, as well, the, the young girl. The young girl. Is that young girl any good at fighting? You don't really see it. Okay. So they're still going. <laughs> so again, your original comments. So that so that was the thing. I was we'll like, have to just copy and paste this and I was, shift it around. I was like, oh, you're saying that it, everything was lining up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I was I just still confused. Agree. <laughs> I'm not a racist. I was just confused. <laughs> I will say my autobiography. the feminism isn't like so potent that you're like, oh my god, look at me. I'm D- a bastard. I'm d- a man. Despite what all the articles are trying to tell me about the movie. But there is. Hints of it, like oh, I yeah, did, totally. I didn't notice it. Um, the whole soundtrack, yeah, has female artists and not a single male artist on uh, it. But the soundtrack sounds cool. Sounds original, it, it anyway. Sound, it is cool. It sounds like what Suicide Squad was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. true. Except it's still not. Um, it's not. You know, Suicide Squad was trying to do what Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy, Galaxy did. Yeah, and it doesn't go that route where the music is kind of everything for a moment. Yeah, but it is. It is fun and it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's all female artists. Not a single male artist is on the soundtrack. Right. Which I did notice when I was watching the movie. Okay. And one thing that I noticed was. You know the scene in the trailer where Harley Quinn goes into a police station and yeah. she kind of has that beanbag gun? 
Yeah. Um, she only fights male cops, and I was like, "Where's the female cops?" Uh. And all the bad guys are male. There's oh, yeah. no real female bad guy, and well, I kind of noticed that as well because when she's fighting people in in the station, yeah, I kind of got the impression that like, oh, females are just not bad in this at all, really. Oh, right. Okay. You know, wait, because I was no- like, "Where's the female cops?" Because one of the main characters is a female cop. Yeah. So where's all the other ones that she fights? But she never fights any any woman really. Okay. All Except right. for some of the people who will eventually be members of the Birds of Prey, right, okay. you know. Which, I mean, that's fair enough. Yeah, I guess that. Um, so, I mean, I mean that kind of like Margot Robbie talks about how she loved watching the Charlie's Angels movie, the original one, and everything. So that kind of harkens back to that a bit, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it is an interesting point. Um, but I mean, how often do you see like most movies where they fight female characters? You know, it's almost like we pointed out when it happens, like I in know. the Punisher, for example. I actually thought though, because Harley Quinn is is the main character of this movie. Yeah. That when she goes into the police station, she, there's going to be girl fights and men fights. You know, yeah. she's going to just beat up everybody. Yeah. And then I was starting to get the whole impression of like, oh, like there's, like surely it's a police station. There would be many female cops, cops as well. Yeah. But there isn't, and I was in my head. I was starting to think, "Oh, did they just want her to fight men?" That's super. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Because I actually thought, "Oh, the, clearly there would be not maybe maybe not even half and half, but like twenty five percent of cops would at least be female." I get. And then I was wondering, "Oh, did they just not want her to be fighting females?" Well, that's the thing. Like uh, you see in the trailer where Black Mask is going, "Oh, men have got them." So it's like, okay, so if she never fights a female criminal, I get it because Black Mask is clearly yeah bringing all the men in yeah, because yeah. he's like they, surely they could take on a woman so I don't understand that but you're right at the police station there should be female cops I, just, yeah. I was just waiting for it and, yeah. and I was like but one of the main characters is a female cop That's is she like the only cop in the station because all the men are horrible to her as well yeah. so then I'm like oh, all the men are horrible to her and then she only f- and then when Harley Quinn comes to the station she only fights men so I'm like are we calling birds of prey sexist towards women oh yeah bro yeah we turned that around can that be the title to this video (laughs) birds of prey doesn't go far enough i feel like i'll see a tweet about that somewhere yeah some person with a like with who looks just the most fluid gender fluid person photo in their twitter you know saying birds of prey doesn't go far enough there's no trans blah 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 blah, anything in there call me a gender call me a call me a fucking i dare you to fucking call me a gender name me a gender oh by the way just do do they say renee montoya is a lesbian in it yeah yeah okay cool that's grand ali wong is her ex oh okay well that makes sense yeah there you go um overall though i enjoyed the movie cool i didn't i didn't come out going oh fuck i'm i'm a prick i'm a male and i didn't come out going i'm fully disappointed with the movie i actually thought it was a good building block and they do a good job of not focusing 100% on Harley Quinn because yeah. Harley Quinn's such a crazy character that it's yeah. it's hard to build a structured story around that character and at least were, that's how what I'd feel and you were saying by the end of it you understood what they meant when they said it's not a three act structure yeah even though it kind of is because Margaret Robbie has said that oh they didn't go the kind of cliche three act structure but it kind of is a three-act structure. They just do a few little callbacks, a few little, like, oh, here's a history lesson on this character. I mean, every movie is a three-act structure, really. You know? Most movies Most are, Most movies anyway. are. Yeah. Pulp Fiction kind of doesn't do it, you know? But even still, it's like, it's it, each story is the three-act structure, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing yeah. fully is kind of like, it tells a full story. You watch it chronologically. Just maybe one character story ends. You might get the third act of a character story. Yeah. But the overall vision still really works as almost a three-parter. Three yeah. You know? I don't know. Anyway. Well, except let's look at um, The Return of the King. Yeah. The extended edition. 
That third act has many acts in it. Yeah, it does. That third oh, act are starts... Are we still at the ending? That third act starts with an hour and a half left in that movie. Yeah. And then it does not stop for the rest of that movie. There's around an hour of an ending. Yeah. There are two... No, there are like multiple huge battles in that movie. Like, end of the movie battles. Like, yeah. three of them happen <laughs> in that movie. Oh, man. There's a lot. I really need to watch... I, one day I'm going to sit down and watch all the Lord of the Rings movies just back to back in one go. I've always wanted to do that. Me especially too. the extended editions. And then I'm like, fuck, man, I have a life, though. I, no, I, I no. can't do it. They're sitting at home. I'd have to turn my phone off. That's what I, I'd have to turn... Yes! I'd have to turn my phone off and just sit there it's and just watch that. them. It's sad that it's a bit of a magnet. I know, yeah. You'd be just so distracted. But I, I have to do it with someone else as well. Any quiet scene and I'm like, oh, like, shit, I'm looking up movie news. Aragorn's in love with the elf. Need to check Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Um, um, will we move on to a bond? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. We mentioned it earlier. Just quickly, Sonic reviews are in. Apparently, it's it's decent. And uh, uh, what we've both seen, Jim Carrey is back to his old self. So if you if you, I love it. Me too. So I might see Sonic, probably, and I might see Birds of Prey next week. So, mm, yeah, next week. I think so. We put a timeline on it. Yeah. Next week. Okay. You think you can do it next week? Okay. Okay. For next week, <laughs> I will have watched Parasite. Birds of Prey and Sonic. Yeah. Well, we got a busy week. I do. I've got a busy week ahead of me, but I'll make it work, ladies and gentlemen, for you. I'll put myself through those things for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah, we are going to quickly do a Bond ranking of the Sean Connery ones. and then This we're, is difficult. And then we're going to review uh, Live and Let Die and The Man with the Golden Gun because we were like, oh, we should have done this last week, but we yeah, forgot. Yeah, I know. The Sean Connery especially. Yeah. The saga. So anyway, now that we've come to an end of Sean Connery's saga, we're just going to review them. Obviously, for the Lazenbees, uh, on Your Majesty's Secret Service is number one. Um, yeah. and, and it's also last as well on that list. Yeah. It's his best and worst. Best and worst. So what we're going to do is um, we're going to make a ranking for each of the Bonds, and then at the end we'll do one overall ranking. Yeah, so each actor... We're yeah. going to rank their films within their section of the Bond history. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll kind of do one huge ranking at the end. Yeah. Sound good, everyone? You don't have a choice. We're going to do it anyway. Okay. Uh, so, Once, num yeah, okay, number go one for me, Goldfinger. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Number one for me is mm -hmm. in best. Yeah. Is It's a toss-up between Goldfinger and Thunderball. Yeah. Even though Thunderball... I have issues with it, but Goldfinger, the way Goldfinger fucking ends, <sighs> with him going through that... that um, Vault? No, he goes through the airplane oh, through window. the airplane window, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I could get over him going through the airplane window, except that, of course, that window has to be massive for yeah. a start. But he goes through feet first, and that's, that's, that's the element where I'm like, get the fuck out of it's here. It's like at the end of Nightmare on Elm Street, when... Uh, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy Krueger's hand comes through the thing and clearly pulls a blow-up doll through the yeah, window. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah, what are yeah. you doing? Why what are we, you doing? We end such a good movie on that note. Fuck it. I'm going to go Thunderball. Thunderball is your number one. I don't know, man. Wow. I regret it instantly. Wow. I'm sorry. Well, number two with a bullet is Thunderball for me. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Number two for me is probably Goldfinger. Goldfinger, yeah. It would have to be. And um, then I would put From Russia With Love. I really like yeah, that movie. I would go From Russia With Love as well as number three. From Russia With Love, number three. And then Diamonds Are Forever. I would go Doctor No. Really? Myself, yeah. I'd I go Doctor No. I know not yeah. a lot happens in Doctor yeah. No. But, but Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm going Doctor No. You're going Diamonds okay. Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever because uh, I, I had a lot more fun with Diamonds Are Forever than I did with Doctor No. And um, then I would put Doctor No 
Next. And then I'd put diamonds there forever. And then last, you only live twice. Only live twice. Easily the worst. You only live twice. The film you only need to watch once. Yeah, you only need to watch it once ever. And even still, I would try not watch it. It's uh, of all those movies. It was two attempts for me. Yeah, it was two attempts for me too. Yeah, so bad I fell asleep. That's a. And this is what's terrible. As I got an hour in. Yeah. And then I said, "Oh fuck this! It's getting late. I'm gonna go to bed." And then I was gonna just go back to that hour, like yeah. an hour in. And I said, "I don't remember anything of yeah. that first hour." So I'm gonna fucking gotta watch it again. I I got halfway through. And it felt it, like homework. You know the way? Yeah. If it was like homework for the podcast. Yeah, you 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 the reach, things we do. You reach the end of the math equation. You're like, fuck! I got it wrong. I have to yeah. go right back to the start. Shit! I don't remember the start of this equation. Yeah. What I, was I doing? What was I doing? Where did I go wrong? Oh, let's start again. The answer is bad. How did I get to that? Yeah. So um, that's how I felt. For you only live twice. I got about halfway through it and I fell asleep and I came back and I started watching. And I was like, oh, I think this is a bit ahead of where I was. Yeah. I'm just going to let it play. I don't oh, care. Really? I don't want to go for, back. For me, I was like, oh, I'll go back. I kind of remembered what was happening, so I was okay. There were certain bad elements that woke me up, though. The minute he becomes Asian, yeah. the minute he becomes Japanese, I was like, okay, I'm present. I'm back in What this. the fuck is going on yeah, here? Yeah, it's like... It's, oh, he's going to sleep with those prosthetics on? It, it goes... <laughs> he's a Japanese man. What he's, the fuck just, is going on? Yeah. Little yeah, Nelly. Exactly, Beep. yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's just had sex with a woman. Or when ninjas come into it for a minute, when he's just like, look at my ninja army. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back, I'm back. There's ninjas in this? What happened? There's a cigarette that can fire bullets. Of course there is. And not just bullets, like, almost like mini grenades. Huge bullets, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so those are our Sean Connery rankings. Um, if you've been watching it, send yours in. Yeah, please uh, do. I'd love to know what was your number one. I want to know yeah. what your number one and what your last one is. Yeah. Your best and worst. Best That's and the, worst, The yeah. most interesting because thing. Because I feel like... I feel like they're the only two that are the worst are probably mm, You Only Live Twice or Doctor No or maybe Diamonds Are Forever. I don't know. Those would be the three I would say would end up being your worst. I don't yeah. I don't see how For Marsha Would Love, Goldfinger and Thunderball aren't your top three. But see, a lot of people love Doctor No. Yeah. And I, I think it's maybe more older people mm. who grew up with it yeah. would be like, Doctor No, man, it just kicked it all off. And I understand that oh, connection. Oh, I get it completely. Totally. Yeah. But um, especially watching them in sequence. It's like if someone went and watched the first Batman now with yeah. Michael Keating. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Mm. Um, I can see how they might not like it. Totally. Yeah. If you grew up with Christian Bale's Batman, you might be like, this is a bit more animated. Yeah. yeah. It feels like I'm watching the Batman animated series. And I understand that, but I love it. Me too. It's funny how in that movie where... Uh, uh, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson played the Joker and people were like man no one will ever play that again he did him so perfect oh, he did it so perfectly he and so then you're perfect. like Heath Ledger made it his own and it's so different yeah. so different and then you're like oh Jared Leto no well no one can e yeah. e oh Joaquin Phoenix again e wow damage e damage yeah, yeah. Damage. Uh, yeah Joaquin Phoenix wow he just yeah. he did it completely differently as well and it was great <laughs> yeah um Anyway, so those are our uh, Sean Connery rankings. And now we're going to get into the person who played J Bond for the longest. Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. Roger for better Moore. or worse, he played it yeah. for the longest. Sean Seven Con movies. Sean Connery talks like this, whereas Roger Moore talks a bit more like Ooh, this. Very uh, nice. He's a bit nice. more sultry. The and there goes the copyright in this. Yeah, the things I do for Queen and Country. <laughs> That's Roger Moore. Um, where Sean cried, the things I do for Queen and Country. No, it doesn't <laughs> sound like that. Um, yeah, so we watched Live and Let Die and The Man with the Golden Gun. And it kicks off with a bang. Live and Let Live Die. Live and Let Die, I love. Now, Me too. I am attached to it as a child. Like yeah. I have childhood memories of Me this movie. Too. 
I mean, deep rooted childhood memories. It was the Bond movie that I remember most from my childhood. Funny enough. Yeah, me too. Maybe because it was just on re- replay, you know. Actually, no. Goldfinger is the one I remember most from yeah. my kid. My dad loved the movie, so he would okay. have it on all the time. It's like the way I used to always watch the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. You know, because right. my dad loved the movie, so I'd see it all the time. Yeah, you see it all the time. Um, yeah, Live and Let Die is one of those ones, though. It's like, yeah, that's I remember that movie. You know, it starts off with my favorite theme tune, maybe. Yeah. I love the Paul McCartney oh, theme tune. It's up there. At the end, by the way, we will do a ranking of the theme tunes as oh, well. Oh, yeah, and I look forward to doing that. Like, Shirley Bassey, though, is the Bond theme tune woman. She's the queen. She He's is the, the queen. Co- and Paul McCartney might be the king. He might be the king. Yeah, yeah. Just for the one. And it was actually written by him and Linda McCartney. L- yeah, yeah. Before they split up. Yeah. Life split them up. Life split them up, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <sighs> Anyway, um, yeah, Live and Let Die, man, it's... We've noticed with every Bond movie, for the first 10 minutes, you are so hooked yeah. on what is happening. And then you're like, okay, the setup is still... Go- it, oh, it's still so going on, we're 30 minutes left. Oh my God, is he still talking to M? Bond in Harlem. Yeah. That's, that's the selling point right there. If you just had Bond, Harlem, I'm like what's going yeah. on and Roger Moore despite being older than Sean Connery in Diamonds Are Forever looks so much younger so in Diamonds Are Forever Sean Connery is 40 yeah in Live and Let Die Roger Moore is 45 and looks fantastic he does for a 45 year old man he looks way Back younger yeah, yeah I know I know yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's gonna quickly change it's oh, gonna yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna uh, revert to. He managed to hold on to his youth in the man with the golden dawn. Even though when he takes his shirt off, if you look at forty-five-year-old Roger Moore, and then you look at fifty-five-year-old Brad Pitt, yeah, in like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, things have changed. Things have changed. The the we've definitely moved the needle yeah. in a certain direction. Of what fifty-five we is definitely the new thirty-five compared to Roger Moore back yeah. then. Yeah, but I mean, he looks good for then. I yeah. guess. <sighs> Live and let die. It's. There's some there's some dodgy things that is enjoyable, but as I always say, it's a time capsule. Oh yeah, they do this cool thing where like if you didn't know who the bad guys were, oh they're all the black the guys. The black guys. Yeah, all the black guys are bad guys. Who are the in this bad movie. guys? Yeah, the black guys. Yeah, no, they make it real easy for you. It's like when oh. he's in Harlem. Yeah. Every black guy is in on it. Yeah, for some reason. There's a guy shining shoes and he's like, Bond's going north. He's going north right now. Then there's a guy in a car and he's like, yeah, Bond's heading down E75 or whatever. And then when he gets to the the bar that he's Mm -hmm. going to, even the taxi driver then is revealed. He's on it too. He's also a bad guy. Because he's a black guy, so he has to be bad in it. So he's like, yeah, Bond just left the taxi. Yeah. And when he goes into the the bar in Harlem, there pretty much is a record scratch. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, who's this honky ass coming in here? <laughs> yeah, they, the, they actually use the term yeah. honky in who's it. Who's this honky coming in here? Yeah. Oh. And everyone just stops for a second and yeah. they're like, what? Who, mm-hmm. Who's this? Record scratch? Who's this? Yeah. Yeah. And then the the, the guy, the, the waiter is mm-hmm. such a prick. He's like, oh, can I get that with no ice? He's like, that costs extra. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> I get it. All right. People don't like you here. When he meets Mr. Big for the oh, first time, man, he's yeah. like, my name is like, names are for tombstones, motherfucker. He's <laughs> like, get your hunky ass out of here. Jesus. <laughs> so good. How disappointing of a villain is Mr. Big? He's kind of forgettable, when, right? When it's revealed that he's wearing a mask, yeah. even though the prosthetics are pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. But like, even still, it's like, I've, you're not, like, he's not a very memorable villain. The 
uh, skull and crossbones guy ten times more memorable and he's not even the main villain oh the voodoo kind of guy, voodoo no. guy. <laughs> yeah I don't know his stop name stop laughing what's wrong with you I, I, like the image of him like the movie ends spoilers on the back of the train laughing and everything that he's is on the it, front of the train oh, I think front of the train I think sorry. he is it's he? ingrained in my mind from I my childhood I remember that too yeah I realise I've watched this movie so many times as a kid yeah and only when the crocodiles come into it do I remember things yeah, me too I watched the whole movie going I don't remember this and I know I've seen this movie many times yeah. the minute the crocodiles come into it I'm like oh, I remember everything from here on out yeah I was like the theme tune I remember and then beep it's exact beep oh crocodiles I know where we are now I know I'm in it I'm in it I know and what's happening the crocodile hopscotch yeah oh, it's so good we, I remember that yeah. vividly if you thought Diamonds Are Forever was goofy we've really entered the more stage I thought it took a little bit longer for it to get this goofy but it's pretty like, they're going for the Smokey and the Bandit Texas guy, you know, the sheriff. Oh, that, yeah. that's, I hate him yeah, so much, but yeah. or I'm like, you, I'll accept it. Yeah. Weren't I you actually, so glad when he shows up in The Man with the Golden Gun in that cameo? And weren't you just, so glad that he shows up once and then again? It's so bad, it gives me pink eye. Like, that's uh, how bad it is. I wrote down one or two things, uh, oh yeah, there's a line when he's traveling in that taxi through Harlem. Yeah. That one guy goes, you can't miss him. It's like following a cue ball. <laughs> I wrote that down on my phone because I was like, I love that line. Yeah. Bad guy's name is Mr. Big. Mm. I love that. But do you know what? This this is one of my favorite things about Live and Let Die. Yeah. Is you got that clairvoyant uh. kind of woman. And she's a tarot, tarot, tarot card reading yeah. kind of woman. Fortune teller. Fortune teller. There you go. And every time she reads a card what's to do with Bond it just comes up lover and it's pretty much saying he going fuck you yeah. and she's like oh my god you know and then uh, l- later on uh, I think it's Mr. Biggs like is Bond coming and she takes her card and is like lovers he's going fuck you yeah, <laughs> yeah. she just cannot escape this destiny that she's going to have sex with Bond you're like, going to it's written, it, yeah. it's written in her destiny yeah. and I just I laugh so hard when all it just keeps happening she's like oh, he's going to fuck me again yeah. and ask me another thing about Bond yeah, he's gonna fuck me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like these characters are trying to tell me something. <laughs> the, guy, the man with the golden shafts, go and get you. Yeah, I feel like the end of the movie should be that, like, you reveals all the cards are lovers and Bond just switched out the decks. You Which know? you kind of see, but you're yeah. like, how did Bond even how organize did he do that? that? Did he always have that deck? Yeah. Because there is a scene where he has the cards. Yeah. And he goes, pick a card. Yeah. And she takes one out and it's the lovers. Bond's gonna fuck you card. Yeah. yeah. Which and is, then you, and well, it's revealed that it's all the lovers' card. I'm like, did he have that joke deck? Let's be honest. No matter what cards you pull out, Bond is going to go, oh, that means we have sex now. Did yeah, you know exactly. That? Yeah. And Roger Moore, decidedly less creepy than Sean Connery, a bit less abrasive. A, a bit less. He seems, a, he, uh, we may be in a new age, but he seems to be charming the women more as opposed a to just... A little bit more, even though there is a few, there's a few moments where you're like, what? Let me. Re- Did he just Did he do just, that? There's some close calls in it. He smacks a few ladies around, as always, typical Bond style. Some he barely waits for them to answer before he smacks them across <laughs> yeah. the face. And then the the hand back up again. Oh, you, you won't get it. Yeah. You won't get it. You He's better like, answer you better tell me what I want to know. At one stage, an actress just looks terrified by of Bond. Yeah. Uh, good night. It transcends. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Live and Let Die is easily, like, the best one. The Man with the Golden Gun, you know, these are the two, as I was saying, they're two of the touted Roger Moore. They're like, these yes. are two of the best ones. And We're here at Live and Let Die, before we go oh, yeah, into The Man with the Golden Gun, the boat chase. Oh. We just have to say, that is so good. Like, yeah. even now, that's a piece of work. By that's... modern day movie standards, that is still an excellent 
chase scene. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Same way that in Diamonds Are Forever, the chase scene in the car park is great. Right it is up, great. Right up until it isn't. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that moment where, oh, he's on two wheels. Yeah. And then he switched switch over. It, and yeah. they give you no... Um, no reason. They no don't reason, give you any no context kind of, clues. Yeah. Nothing. No explanation of how he because if you can imagine the car is on two wheels yeah. and it's going through an alleyway and then the camera goes into the car and it just switches sides. Oh, it switches wheels. It bothered me so much. But it, you don't even see how it happens. You don't it doesn't get explained to you. Who came up with that idea? Because I always want to be that guy who just says no or yes to things. Yeah. And you're like, okay, we're going to do this movie. No to that section. Just that, that one idea. No. Or do you think they filmed it and went, he goes in on one side and he comes out on the other side. We're going to have to do something in the middle. But why? I don't know. I don't know. Someone man. needs to ask questions. We're not there needs to be a question guy on set. <laughs> we're not reviewing Diamonds Are Forever anymore. we got to move on. But, uh, but I still have questions. I still have questions. <laughs> I'm still unsure about this. This is great. I've been watching The Venture Brothers and... Uh, there's this great colonel, and he's voiced by the guy who... Did you watch King of the Hill? I watched bits of it. He's, I know of it. He's voiced by the dad of... Oh, great the voice. dad of the dad, Cotton Hill. He's, it, oh, it's that guy's right. voice. Okay, yeah. And at one stage, he's walking in, and he's like, does anyone have questions? And someone puts up their hand, and he's like, damn it, I'm not finished, son. Put your <laughs> hand down. And it's like, so that's what I imagine is Diamonds Are Forever. It's like, would anyone like to ask a question? And people put their hands up, he's like, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> I'm not finished talking yet. Um, but yeah, Live and Let Die, it's number one with a bullet. So, so good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I me too. I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. And it's it's goofy. A- oh, we should talk about the, the bad guy's demise, though. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. Give, give the give the viewers a little bit of credit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, come on. So, I know the movie's goofy, but I'm on board. When he runs across the crocodiles, I'm like, this is this is awesome. When he's on the boat and he's almost driving the boat like a car yeah. on, on land, I'm like, okay, I'll suspend reality a little bit. Yeah. But the bad guy turns into an air balloon. Yeah. And just explodes at the end. Number one, you see the gadget and you're like, how the fuck is this going to come into play? Because you know it's going to come into play. Yeah, all the ga- the gadgets are Deus Ex, or no, they're not Deus Ex, they're Chekhov's guns. That's what it is. Chekhov's guns, you know? But the bad guy uses it. Yeah. Um, he shoots uh, He shoots a leather chair. Yeah. And it inflates. And in my head, I'm like, oh, it doesn't need to be used now. Yeah. Because someone used it. Someone used it already. So therefore, it doesn't necessarily have to be used. Because he just shoots a chair yeah. that another associate's on, another mm-hmm. goon. And it, it just, it blows up and blows up and then it bursts. It's like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Grant, we don't need an explanation of how Bond's going to use that. But yeah. no, he uses it again. He uses it. It's like when you see the DB5 in later movies. After you know all the stuff that it can do, it's like he just needs to open the panel and you're like, oh yeah, he has the ejector seat and everything. So you know it's what it is. It's all there if, it, it's all if there. it needs to be used. So you're like, oh, he could use that now, but you know, he's not going to. You don't to. necessarily need to use everything. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with, so you know when there's a gadget introduced, it's like that's going to be used somehow. And so when yeah. he shoots the chair, it's like, oh, thank God. So, it's, it's used. We yeah. don't need any nothing, any any other use Nothing crazy is going to happen. Oh, no, wait. We're going to turn the main bad guy into a balloon. And when he explodes, this is one of the worst things is even the sound effects. You just, it sounds like an actual balloon being inhaled into. Oh, man. And then you can hear the rubber stretch, even oh. though it's supposed to be a skin. And when it explodes, it just bursts like a balloon. Yeah. And then there's no blood or guts. Like, I know it's a Bond movie and it's yeah. probably PG-13 or whatever. But still. But still, like, it's a, it's, a, it's a human body that just inflated and then exploded. It's like the Goldfinger syndrome. Yeah. You're like, how do we kill him? Let's think of the wackiest way. Let's just shit on the audience. Yeah. Even the writer was disappointed with that, yeah, as you were telling me. Yeah, was like... Oh, it's not. It didn't come out the way I thought it would. Yeah. So I mean, that's. A bit dis- <laughs> Can you imagine if they were just drenched in guts at the end? Yeah. There's just 
the bits of their intestines like like a scarf around them. He's like, whoa. Well, I probably should have just shot that guy. That was different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was full of hot air, or whatever he says. Um, oh, but oh they, it's something like he was yeah. always an airhead. Yeah, he was always an airhead. Maybe he doesn't say that, but something along those it's lines. A, something along those um, lines. I was yeah. gonna say they do a good job of establishing Roger Moore being different to Sean Connery with subtle things. He, like I was saying, he wears the double-breasted suit. You know, it's the multiple He's buttons. Kind of got the baby blue going yeah, on. Yeah, it's more baby blue. Whereas Sean Connery, he would have the white tuxedo top and the bre- and the black plants, or maybe a gray. Yeah. Suit. Sean Connery was always kind of in a grey suit. Sometimes he looks like a professor. Yeah. An old time professor. Yeah. Sometimes he's sometimes he's got the kind of the brown suit. Uh, yeah, he does that sometimes. But, but he's it's grey suit for Sean Connery and yeah. then uh, a white tuxedo top and then black pants. That's kind of Sean Connery. Whereas Roger Moore, he's more of a casual bond. They definitely yeah. in between the two movies, he dresses a bit more. Kind of looks like the best man at a wedding. Yeah, rather yeah. than the got the groom. And and he wears the double breasted suit. It really suit. suits him. It does. It the, suits the blue him. suit looks nice on him. Like he's he's they he's different enough to uh, Sean Connery. And uh, you know it's 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 a good introduction to him. I never questioned him as Bond though. No. I, I'm like, oh okay, yeah, he's the new Bond. Like yeah. he is a Bond, you know. Yeah. He's- Even with Lazenby, that was the issue with Lazenby. They try and acknowledge that he's someone new. Yeah. Whereas in this one, they're like moving right along. They're like, yeah, he's a new guy. What of it? Yeah. You know, we're not going to address it. You shouldn't either. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. And it works that way. It's the way to deal with it. You know it, what I mean? Also, living that die just works in general. So maybe that's yeah. why. Also, the guy with the hook. Yeah. As a kid, I always remember that guy with Me a hook. Me too. Me too. I just, oh, the hook hand. And they don't even try. One arm is just so much longer than the other. It's like Happy Gilmore. It's typical. It's all in the hips, Carl yeah. Weathers. All You're like, in the hips. Come on. Yeah. Give the audience uh, a slice of credit. Just nah. a tiny, tiny slither hey, of credit. Man, it's the 70s, okay? Everyone was high and fucking each other. Hey, we don't need to... We don't need to... More acid? More, more yes, acid? Please. Yes, I'd like... You should explode like a balloon. More acid? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, more sound, acid. Sound. Thank you. Uh, could I have acid on the side of my acid? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> a tab and a half next to my tab, please. Yeah, no uh, problem. Yeah, so, you know, it, it it's... They, they are what they are. They're goofier, yeah. but uh, I still enjoyed it. But The Man with the Golden Gun, thinking that it was going to be like, oh, these are the two Roger Moore movies that everyone liked. These are the good ones. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Uh, who as a bad guy I, as a bad guy uh, uh, Hervé Vilches as Nick Knack Did in it both of them are just you're hoping they're going to elevate this movie and it's going to be great um, it's they kinda, do what they do but they, do, it's they kinda, try yeah it's kind of disappointing it is I will admit like I was kind of bored when it opens yeah. and it's like hey he's a bad guy and yeah. guess what he's got three nipples I was yeah. like oh shit this is this is weird already oh yeah this is weird already because yeah. it pretty much opens up with Christopher Lee on a beach and it's just like hey look he's got three nipples yeah and he's meant to be intimidating but he looks a bit bit schlubby he's a bit schlubby and he's got three nipples and yeah. I just straight away I'm like Okay, this is Christopher Lee in okay. this movie. Well, I, I knew about the three nipples thing. I didn't know about yeah. it. I'm sure a lot of Bond fans are like, yeah. Yeah. Man. Scaramanga. The, the gold, yeah, Scaramanga. He has three nipples, okay? Great Deal name. With it. it is a great name. It's a great name. It's, an, it's an evil. Like, you cannot be a nice guy with that name. And he's the first guy to aim. <laughs> Bond yes. doesn't aim, whereas Scaramanga, he aims. It's all in the hips with it's Bond. All, he shoots from the hip, you know? He aims and, with the hips in the bedroom yeah, and outside the bedroom. And outside the bedroom. Daniel Craig, Inspector, finally turns into that Bond towards the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. He's just shooting from bit. the hip and he's getting everyone, you Fuck know? Fuck it, I'll wing it. Yeah, I'll wing it. But he doesn't realize that 
He's got laser aim with those hips. He does. He, yeah, that's the thing. Bond has laser aim with those hips. With those hips, no matter where it is. Even when he's using the sniper rifle in the man with the golden gun, and he's like, yeah. oh, it's off by two inches. Yeah. You know? Did you even look in the scope? Yeah, it's like, I don't think you even looked. I was like, no, Bond. Bond's just like, uh, yeah, two inches. Wait, wait, let me put it against my I was pelvis. Say, can I put it against my pelvis? Because that's, that's, yeah, that's where I can that's, really gauge things. That's the sweet spot. I man. gauge everything with my pelvis. Yeah. Let yeah. me just thrust a little bit. Yeah. And then I, then I can give you a, an accurate. Wasn't that such a stupid. I was remember watching that scene and I was like, I don't know whether I like this scene or not when he like turns the gun on the guy. Because you're waiting for it. Yeah. At least that's who I found. I'm yeah. like, don't give him a loaded gun. Yeah, I was like, you He's just about to question you. You just gave a man with a license to kill a loaded gun. A loaded gun. Imagine who wants information. There's yeah. only one reason why he's here. Yeah, you know that scene where, um, you know, Javier Bardem in Skyfall gives Bond the gun and he's like, uh, oh, shoot it off the top of her head. And he's like struggling to do it. Like you never think Bond's going to turn it on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never have well, see, that. see, he can't because there's many men around. Yeah, exactly. So either way, he's just going to die. Whereas this... It's going to be a sacrifice. And Bond, I'm sure he calculates the situation. He's yeah. like, if I shoot him, the goon's going to shoot me and her. Yeah. So I'm not even saving her. Yeah. yeah. So that makes... It makes sense. It makes sense. In, in this... It's even a- the start of the conversation, you're like, Bond's looking for information. So what do you do? Let him test out a loaded gun. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're showing off how good you are with making guns. Okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. But like, you know, you know, he's good. He he knows you're a bad guy. Like yeah, he's yeah. going to put the gun on you. He's going to put the squeeze on you. He always would. I, uh, you know, I never liked that. I also, um, I I don't want to call it out, but the belly dancer, kind of a disappointing Bond girl, would you say? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not fully into this. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't into uh, Okay, it. I'm going to say something that's definitely not nice, <sighs> but like, go. you can do better. Yeah. <laughs> you can do better, Bond. And I, you know what? You've done better you and have. you will do better. You have. No, but that's the thing. I like, mean, this is a girl I date, not Bond. They have belly dancers in From Russia with Love, you know? Oh, yeah. And I was like, she's memorable for it. Like the the one in this movie, I was like, oh, oh man, I hate saying this, but it, it did. It took me out of the movie. It did. <laughs> hey, Bond. You've done better yeah. and you'll do better. I was like, you really are doing this for Queen and Country. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> I feel really, I feel shitty. I'm sorry, but it was it was what was on my mind. Oh, yeah. I, I wrote down one or two things because I'm just afraid that I'm going to forget shit. Yeah. The I team tune doesn't really do it for me, I must say. I and you liked it though, didn't I you? I, I kinda, Lulu is the name. I don't, yeah. I don't really know her. I, I kind of like it. Um, uh, I, I've forgotten all the Lulu songs. I could think of them if... The camera wasn't rolling, but yeah, anyway, course, yeah. I've forgotten them, but... Um, Take of them, now, yeah. name, quick. <laughs> no, I can't, Jonah Hill, that's his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, but uh, I like that, uh, I, you know, I kind of like it. Um, it's it's goofy, it's Bond. I remember listening to it a lot as a kid, so, you know, like that, all yeah, that, yeah. I'm like, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. It goes with Scaramanga. There's stuff I didn't get the first time where he says, he comes just before the kill. You know, he has to, <laughs> oh, he has yeah. to fuck right before it. And I'm like, do you think he's lining up the sights and he's like, fuck, 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 <laughs> shit, 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 shit. I can't I shoot without it. Man's all in his head. You know, he's just like, he gets there oh, he through get, his mind. He's he like, gets there I'm about naturally. to kill someone. <laughs> That's a good aim. Yeah, it if is a good aim. If you can come and aim at the same time. It's a good aim. Only, I thought only Bond could do that. Yeah. No, Bond doesn't come. He shoots from the hip and then he comes later. Well, the ladies come. The ladies come. That's yeah. the important thing. Do you think so? 
I think Bond is like, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> Between, uh, behind closed doors. I get the feeling. He's like, race, race, race. I gotta win. I gotta win. I don't think Sean Connery made a single one. Oh, well, I don't know. They all seem to love him. They all seem pretty happy. <sighs> yeah. There's never an unsatisfied customer. They're not gonna write a complaint. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They're always like, Please give me another shot of that. I feel with the way he acts, he shouldn't be, but it seems to be he is. You know, I know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, because when you watch him and the way he even talks him into bed, you're like, oh, I feel like he's a goer. The yeah. minute he gets in there, he just sees red and he goes 90 yeah. miles an hour. He's until like, he, I'm in it for me, I'm in it for me, I'm in it for me, but clearly yeah. that's not he's the case. He's taking queen and country. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the back of his mind. But yeah, I think the fight scenes, especially the fist, the hand-to-hand fight scenes suffer with Roger Moore. Even though maybe they suffer because he's clearly doing some He's of very them. clearly there. Which know? is cool. I'm glad that he's trying to I do it. I love that as well. It's but be- every man just seems to either die or go into a state of unconsciousness yeah. where they don't wake up forever. And even when he hits... Here's a judo chop to the belly. Yeah. And he's out cold. Uh, he's like, gone. The karate one is you good. you got 20 minutes, man. The karate one isn't too bad, but like... The, the, the kind of dojo? Yeah. The first fight scene, I'm like, he's... His blows don't feel satisfying. Yeah. Like again, I'm glad that he did it himself. I'd much prefer that to not being to like seeing a stunt man or anything like that. Yeah. I always say, you know, if the the actor does the stunts, you can clearly see it's them. You get a lot more leeway in my book. You, you know? see him on the boat. You see him on you the see him boat. boat, and he clearly make a point to go and look. He's on the boat he's and he's there. driving this, and, and he's, he's driving it. pretty fast. Yeah, and it doesn't look sped up. No, it doesn't look sped up, which is cool. When that police chief comes in, oh, man. I'm like, you know what? I hate his presence in Live and Let Die yeah. but I can kind of get over it Yeah, you know it's like oh, he calls everyone boy yeah. oh we gonna get him boy but and he's wh- being such a super racist in this one as well pinheads I pinheads. think he's calling them and I'm like is I, that a term ooh. in the 70s for it's, I think they're in Hong Kong at the time I feel like I heard Clint Eastwood say that in Gran Torino you know what I mean yeah, yeah. whenever someone makes a derogatory like Asian thing Did I'm Clint like Clint Eastwood say that in that, Gran Torino. that was in Gran Torino. I'm 90% sure yeah. he calls someone that in Gran Torino. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's like, I was like, when he showed up in it, I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. He's yeah, because at first, Bond just kind of messes with him for a second. Yeah. Inadvertently. And you're like, huh, okay. I like that. You know, and then and he's, when he shows up again. He's the a passenger. He's like, for the car chase. he's almost deputized, even yeah. though he's already a chief or whatever oh. like that. He's like, hey, I'm Bond's buddy in this one. Come on, boy. We're going to get him, boy. Also, how disappointing are Bond's cars? Yeah. Like the DB5. For Sean Connery, like what a car! You know what I mean? Amazing. You see it, and you're like, "That's Bond's car." Whereas the cars he drives in this, he's like jumping in like Fords or something. I can't remember them. That's I, the thing. I couldn't. They remember. don't leave an impression. I remember Scaramanga's car because uh, it's got wings. Turns it's into a, a plane. When I was watching that scene where he just comes out of the barn or whatever, yeah. and he's got those wings, I'm like, "Well, his butler didn't help him put those wings on. How yeah. the fuck did he get those wings on? Or was it already prepared? I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't know. No, because he was always in the trunk. He was always in the trunk. So and he had to put those wings on. And I'm like, that butler ain't helping you. No, did Nick you? Knack got out to do it. He stayed in the yeah, car and turned on all the switches. Nick Nack put on the fucking... I don't know, man. I don't know. Nick Knack's a playful guy, though. I like him. I he's like, like Nick Knack. <laughs> you know, he's messing around yeah. with all the controls. Oh, how will you get down now, boss? <laughs> you know, and that oh. that is how he sounds, okay? Yeah. That is an impression of how he sounds. And how did he get down? He just pressed the button. He just pressed the button. Yeah, again, I don't understand Scaramanga's course because I'm like, okay, cool. 
right up until then, I'm like, oh, he is testing himself. He's it makes trying no to... spatial sense either. You're like, where are they? Yeah, is this in his house? Does he accidentally walk into this pissed in the middle of the night? I didn't see this humongous room at the back of the house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have his own island, I guess. So. I suppose, yeah. So maybe it's in, the, it's in like, the caves or yeah. the mountains or whatever. I mean, I thought it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. And then it got to the point where Knickknack is like, oh, how are you going to get down these stairs, boss? And then uh, he presses a button and it turns into a slide. And I'm like, this... I mean... What, that's not a test of your skill. Also, like Christopher Lee, what an actor, but he just doesn't look physically efficient enough to do these things. No. Like, you're like, I could catch him. He looks intimidating in a linen suit. He does. Yeah. But when you see him in his tracksuit, you're like, he's getting the stitch. Yeah. I'm catching that guy. Yeah, I could catch that guy, definitely. Yeah. And again, also, I, he's topless at the start with his three nipples, and you're like, oh, okay. But they need Hello, that for Mr. later. Hello, M- Mr. Dad Bod. Yeah, I know. Um, I think Christopher Lee, in some scenes, he really pops. He's like, he's full on Christopher Lee acting his heart out. And then another scene. Which is all you want. He's a bit flat, you know? He's a bit flat. The dinner scene between them, where he's like. uh, After he does MTV Cribs. Yeah. Where he's just showing Bond around, like, hey, it's solar power. Check it out. It's the thing they do in uh, in the trip with Steve Coogan and uh, yeah and uh, Rob Brydon all the time. Rob Brydon. Come, come, Mr. Bond. You enjoy killing just as much as I do. And then Roger Moore says, when I kill, I kill for queen and country. <laughs> yeah. So I love all that stuff. And when they fe- find each other at the kickboxing match and your one is shot and it's like, that's... That's a fun scene. It's go- And he's like... I, ru- I, I, I and Is there a woman, like, by the way, that Bond just got... Just, murdered yeah just got her murdered just another one to the list I mean in fairness she clearly wasn't a very good woman she I was know, hanging out with Scaramanga still it was his doing again I like that she sent him the bullet that, yeah. that showed some initiative that most Bond women don't yeah, seem yeah. to get to she have she was actually in on it all and, along and good night for uh, for better or worse she was you know she was showing some initiative as well despite the fact that <sighs> she's extremely thirsty yeah I don't like, know she is parched yeah this is like uh, I've never seen a woman want to fuck James Moore we should break down the scene yeah. where finally Goodnight, that's her name, yeah. is getting a bit of vitamin D. Sorry, we need to go back a bit further. Okay. They're having dinner together and James says, maybe tonight's the night for you, Goodnight. And oh, she, as if like she just got the lottery ticket, yeah. the winning ticket. And she's like, you know what, James? That's enough. You know what? And do you know what? I was like... Fair play. So fu- I felt like standing Thank to God. attention. Some woman, Good. someone ha- has the strength. Good on you. Because he turned her down once earlier and I was like, thank God, a woman who finally has a bit of... James Bond is going to have to work for this. Where'd you feel like she was like, oh my God, I'm doing this. I'm really doing this. Yeah. And then and then he's... And then you, she's, she's obviously beautiful. She, I think she's better looking than the girl he did the other one. I love her. She is like stunning. And uh, she's... Uh, the other girl you were saying is the Kitty in Wedding Crashers, right? Well, that's in... Oh, Live that's, and sorry, die. that's in Live and Let Jane Die. Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour, yeah, she's Kitty. Anyway. Finally, a Bond girl that still looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into the good... I mean, Diana Rigg is still beautiful. 68, See? never too late. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing people say, right? Oh, it is now. <laughs> it is now. I am definitely going to say that. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I fucked some 68-year-old. Oh, night. man. 68, yeah. never too late. Hey, you said it, man. Hey, you said it. Get, one of, those, get one of those Grammy gum jobs, takes out the dentures. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, she walks away from James Bond. She's like, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, fair fucks. I was so happy. I applauded her. I was genuinely, I was like. Someone who has integrity. Some fucking integrity. I was like, he's going to have to work for this. And he's not just going to do the Thunderball where he just traps her. You know, I'm like, he's going to have to convince her. Because he was a dick. You know? Oh, yeah. He was a total dick to her. That's his whole shtick. That's his whole thing. He was a dick to her. So I was like, okay, cool. He's going to have to work for it. Then, uh, 
he goes up to his room and she's just there in the tiniest nighty. Please take me. And I was like, whoa, man, she looked. If you thought she looked good earlier, she looked better now. Yeah. And then... And once again, I was standing to attention. Yes, yes. Me too. Me too. So was Roger Moore. And they were about to, you know, get it on. And then the woman with Scaramanga comes in and he sh- he, he says, good thing I do the three pillow trick. And she's hiding under the covers and everything. Oh, and yeah. he's f- not only flirting with this other woman. I, I'm thinking, is he about to have sex with this evil woman yeah. on top of, of the agent. Because again, it looks like that. I wouldn't be surprised. No. And uh, yeah, he's flirting with her. He's making out with her. And the woman on the bed, she's like, oh, James. And then he shuffles her into the closet. and proceeds- Well, this is later on then. Oh, yeah. Where he's actually going to get what he wants. He's going to get these the information that he wants. Yeah, by the so, way. again. The sorry. MacGuffin in this movie is terrible. It's self-forgettable. It's a remote control. It's a remote control. It looks like a remote control. And by the way, by the end of this, they've solved the energy crisis. Except they've never come. That never comes into play again. Yeah. I, I just. It, it it's, it's weird. It's just, strange. Just stick to nuclear weapons. Because. Because at least then you're like, okay, the weapons yeah. are back in safe hands. You know, them having they them having solved the energy crisis and them not doing anything with it for the rest of this MI6 are villains. <laughs> it's like Bond in Live and Let Die just solved the heroin crisis yeah. as well. Yeah, <laughs> of America. Yeah, you know? uh, it's like, hey, yeah, no drugs on my street now. No, no drugs anymore. I've made everyone's lives better, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, wow. So he just solved all of that. But let's go back. So good yes. night. Sorry. Eventually, mm-hmm. the deal's about to be sealed. Yeah. Good night is getting that sweet, sweet dick. Yeah. And the the evil... Well, what's her name? I can't even remember. The, the Bond girl, the older Bond girl, yeah. who's associated with the man who's, with, who's with sleeping, the golden gun. Who's sleeping with Scaramanga. She's kind of a bad guy, but a yeah. good guy, but a bad guy. She comes into the room. Yeah. Well, she knocks on the door and he's like, good night. Ushers her into a closet yeah. and just goes, all right, I, I got to do this for the yeah. job, you know, honey, baby. And good night <laughs> finds a position, sits down in it, and you don't get to see it, but Bond... She's now in a little wooden closet. Yeah. And Bond proceeds to... 100% have sex with he this woman. He bones the shit out of he her. He does. He fucks the shit out of her. For two hours, I think she says. She says, how long have I been asleep? He says, only two hours. And, like, he pulls Goodnight out, and I'm like, there is no way. She, she did not hear the multiple orgasms by Bond and the evil lady. And you know Bond is making some cool quips as he's having sex. Oh, of you know course. he is. He's of like, course. are you ready to meet uh, Her for, Majesty's Secret Servant? Oh, yeah. First come, first serve. Or yeah, some yeah. stupid some shit, shit like that. Like that. <laughs> First come, first serve. 100%. <laughs> he has said that during sex. 100%. No, but... Um, and this then, job's got a lot of girt. You're like, okay, you're stretching now. You're, you're stretching, stretching now, Bond. You're stretching. Um, but then uh, he wakes up two hours later and she's like, oh, runs off. But here's the thing. I'm like... Hobbles off. I'm like, there's no way... Uh, no, she, this is good night. I'm like... Oh, yeah, sorry, there's, yeah. There's no way she should have sex with him now. But for, I know for a fact that she will. I know, know what I yeah. mean. She should be going to A and E with a severe case of blue balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or whatever or she, the, the female version of it is. I don't know. Or she should just. I want to say blue vag, but I don't want to say blue <laughs> vag. Say blue I'm vag. Brandon now. Oh, you're Brandon. <sighs> You've become the Brandon. How long have we been going for? An hour and sixteen. Holy yeah. shit! This is a long episode. Almost as long as Bond. Almost as long. Anyway, we get so distracted talking about these movies. Um. So yeah, basically, she ends up sleeping with them at the end, and they make a joke about her name being Good Night that goes on for way too oh, long. It's, it's just. I just don't get it. I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. Neither am I. I must say. Even yeah. with Christopher Lee. Yeah. And he I, does elevate it, mm-hmm. but there's only so much he can do. Yeah. And I think there's bad writing. I don't think there's a great overall story to no. it. Don't mind just the script being a bit... Mm. They should have just stuck with Bond versus Scaramanga. This whole other plot about, like, yeah. you know, it's just... It's it's a layer on top of a layer. I just want to see Bond on the mean streets of Harlem again. <laughs> I mean, the MI6 hiding in the sunken ship is cool. 
that's one of the cool scenes. And the set design is cool. The set design is very cool. Yeah. Some of the, the best parts of it. Yeah. And he also gives a sumo wrestler a wedgie. He does, which is after grabbing that's his ass for a very long time. Bond sweet skills. Yeah. Wedgie. Wedgie. Back yeah. to his hazing days that, of college. That's the thing about Bond, you know, he'll he'll fight dirty. I he'll guess. do what he's gotta do for Queen yeah. of Country. Anyway, will we will we jump ahead? We'll move on. But uh basically live and let die number one and Mammoth Gun Gun number two. Uh, we're going to watch The Spy Who Loved Me and Ian is finally going to get to watch Moonraker. Moonraker. Oh, I, I'm dying for it. And what's the one after Moonraker? Uh, for Your Eyes Only. So we'll probably watch those three because we said we'd watch three this week. Yeah, The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only. Perfect. Oh. And then we're into the 80s. And then we're into the 80s, baby. And then we'll have Octopussy. And then, oh, after Octopussy, we're on Timothy Dalton. Well, after A View to a Kill. No, A View to a Kill is... Uh, Oh wait, yes, yes. Yeah, it's sorry. the last Roger Moore one yeah. where he's like fifty. Oh fuck yeah, fifty-seven, I think. Yeah. Anyway, we should actually move on. We should. This move is on. going late. It is. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about trailers. We're probably going to talk. Will about we just one. talk about the hunt? Will we? Uh yeah. Let's talk about the hunt. Which is a trailer as well. Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. You you talk about the hunt because we got other stuff then that we can we go. We do. For, we'll talk for about, next week. We'll talk about this stuff next week. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay, so that went a bit long, but we had a lot of reviews and James Bond. James it, Bond's fun. It's it was always fun. It it's is always fun. a deep dive into it's, nostalgia. It's the first more as well, so there's a lot of excitement yeah. around it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about the hunt, and this is kind of like our big bit of news that we wanted to discuss. This so it's week. a trailer, and it's a very interesting story. You know the story better, so I'll let you take the lead on this. All I know about this movie is that it stars Glenn Harrison, and therefore I will see it. Yeah, I know that seals the deal. Seals the deal for me, baby. <laughs> Uh, I love me some Always Sunny alumni. I know, yes, yeah. please. And he looks, he actually looks like Dennis turned up. Yeah, he does. He's got the jet black hair. He's one of the, well, I, I, I'll describe the movie. Yeah. And then it'll make sense. Yeah. He's one of the elite. He is. So, The Hunt, if anyone re- remembers this, The Hunt mm. almost came out last year. Yeah. September of last year, funny enough. And the movie is about, it's a Blumhouse movie. And this is, it looks like another, it looks like a Purge spin-off almost. Written by David Lindelof. Yeah, who's coming off the Watchmen fame. Yes, yes. Very successful run for him. Mm-hmm. And he's also done like, uh, I know he's part of Lost the as leftovers. well. The Leftovers. That was his the big leftovers, one. The Leftovers, Prometheus. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty big name when it comes to, to screenplays. Totally. And uh, yeah, him and Bloomhouse made this movie. And it's about, how, how would you put it? It's like this elite, it's like rich people and they they pretty much trick some poor people into coming to this remote manor where they decide to hunt them but it seems like they don't just trick poor people in the trailer it implies they trick people who are against their own agenda i guess yeah yeah Yeah. because there's a little bit of social commentary it's slightly political yeah almost political almost but it's 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 about as political as the purge would be yeah yeah because when you hear about the whole setup of the purge you're like oh that could have some substance. And then yeah. you watch it and you go, oh, it, it, no, it has like the tiniest ounce of substance. They think they have substance, but really yeah. they're only scraping the top. Even though it's a cool concept. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is pretty much rich people hunting poor people. Yeah. And this, the first trailer, there was a lot of violence in the trailer. Yeah. And it just so happened that when they, they ramped up their marketing campaign, yeah. a huge amount of gun shootings happened all across America. They were almost like back to back. And... Universal and Blumhouse just decided to go a little bit quiet. Just let's let's just ease off the marketing engine there for a minute or two, and then Trump got involved because mm. he has to be involved. Yeah, and he tweeted out something to do with this movie, and this is 
this is weird. Like when when Trump takes notice. So this is what Trump uh, tweeted about the hunt. I can't wait. This is great. Liberal Hollywood is racist at the highest level and with great anger and hate. Oh. Exclamation mark. Hate. Hate. They like to call themselves elite, but they are not elite. In fact, oh yeah, this is great. In fact, it is often the people that they so strongly oppose that are actually the elite. He just called himself the elite, by the way. I know. That's how he just did that. I love that. I just love that. Yeah, yeah. The movie coming out is made in order to inflame and cause chaos. They create... He definitely didn't even write this, to be no. honest with you. It's, it's, it seems a bit more coherent makes, than yeah, his normal coherent. Ones. It makes too much sense. They create their own violence and then try to blame others. They're the true racists. Ooh. I didn't even know it was about race, to be honest with you. And are very bad for our country. That sounds like him. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, Universal cancelled the release. Yeah. Now, they never said it's because of this tweet. But, of course, it was. The political climate at the time, it would have been too hot to release this movie. And fair play to Universal for pulling it. Here's the thing, though. The movie cost $15 million to make. It was a Blumhouse movie. What the fuck is Trump doing tweeting about this movie? Oh, it's just it's just a movie. He's deflecting. And funny enough, there was loads of think pieces wrote, wrote up. There loads of different articles. And loads of them were kind of like, hey, let us decide. Yeah. I just want to watch a movie. Let us decide if, it, if it's for me or not. Which makes sense. You know? So either way... Universal cancelled it. Art is art, as they like art. to say. Yeah, even if it is in poor taste. Yeah, hey, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's a Blumhouse movie. It's yeah. ha- it's fifty fifty. Going to be good. Exactly. Going to be bad. Exactly. I guarantee you, if this, if you hadn't tweeted about about that movie, would have made maybe fifty million, fifty seventy five yeah, million. And it's fifteen million budget. It's yeah. mo- Blumhouse just has it down. They have the formula down of small budget successful movies it's not even that it's horror movies it's it's horror movies horror, yeah. horror movies are bankable no matter what you yeah. will almost always almost 100% of the time on a horror movie you will make back your budget yeah Happy least. Death Day cost 5 million to make yeah and it made what 170 million I think the first one did the second yeah. one didn't make as much no. but Jesus Christ like what a profit right there so this movie now has just engaged re-engaged their marketing campaign and it is Excellent. I commend Universal and Blumhouse because all they've done is lean into every bit of controversy. Totally. So now the whole campaign is like, yo, you make up your mind. Yeah. The most controversial movie that no one has ever even seen. You said they had to figure out a way of acknowledging their old campaign while bringing up a new one. And they've merged them perfectly. They've leaned in. Even in the new trailer, they're like, who would have come up with such a crazy idea? And they're like, white people. And it's like, it's super. It leans in to everything that was said on the poster. Oh, talk about the poster. I'm going to put the poster up for anyone who's watching this on YouTube. It literally says the most talked about movie. The most talked about movie of the year is one that no one's actually seen. The Hunt, Decide for Yourself. And what, I love this. This is the best part. It has September 27th, crossed out, and March 13th. And the whole poster is littered with different quotes from all these different articles that came out. Like, the, the top one is, a disturbance to our country. I just love that quote. Shows Hollywood for what it really is, demented and evil. <laughs> Political uproar. It's... Not appropriate. <laughs> I feel like a robot wrote that. Not appropriate. Not appropriate. A nanny bot or something. So I really commend Universal and Blumhouse. What a, a U-turn. This movie is going to do far more successful. That was a terrible sentence. This movie is going to be far more successful than it ever would have been if without this. I'm going to see this movie. and I understand the mechanics of this marketing campaign. And I'm like, I want to see this because it's rebellious. Yeah. 
Totally. They didn't want me to see it. I don't I don't even understand why, but I kind of like... I really want to see well, it Glenn now. Harrington's one reason as well. Glenn Harrington, yeah, easily. I've watched a lot of terrible movies just because Sony people are in them. I know. I watched episodes of The Mindy Project because Rob McElhenney is oh, in yeah? them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How are they? I mean... And Ro- Glenn Harrington's in them as well. He is, yeah. Rob McElhenney's good in them. Okay. I like him, but yeah. that's because I like Rob McElhenney, <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Not because of The Mindy Project. Very biased. Yeah. But, and, my God... I am so on board for this. Me Even too. if the movie's terrible, the marketing campaign is brilliant. Yeah, it knocks it out of the park. It's genius. It's uh, yeah, I'd like to thank t- Trump for giving this, yeah, thank this you, amazing piece of marketing. I'd love to find out he had like stakes in this movie or something. And now it turns out he's going to make money off this. And it was all just one big ploy. The only good thing is, <laughs> the only thing he's good at is making money. Yeah. Um, oh, oh wait and, and brushing his hair and fake tan and fake tan yeah have you seen the there's like a f- image of him and it's like the line of his fake tan and what his real skin color looks like yeah I saw what are as you well. doing I don't know anyway. I, hate, I hate comedians and people who talk about Trump I think it's easy target oh I want to talk about him for the next 15 minutes <laughs> he's an easy target but yeah. uh, this is relevant obviously so I don't mind it as much no so, I don't mind anyway, it at all because it's good The Hunt fair play yeah check out The Hunt Check out the trailer. It looks fun. It actually looks fun. Yeah, they lean into it in the second one, and I just don't be offended by it. Just I'm no- not even recommending the movie. Like no. I'm not even saying it looks great. No, I'm thinking it looks adequate. It looks like a bit of fun, but the marketing is absolute golden. It's gonna just- be. It's gonna be a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's go- but it's gonna make bank. Yeah, it's gonna make absolute bank. I'm- I can see it being a sequel. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's sequel it, it, like, territory. I see it being a, a franchise. A little the franchise that could just like the purge yeah yeah i could see that too um we're gonna quickly round off the news and then end because we went very long on this one but we're gonna go quick fire like we did last time and how we seem to do all the time now um aladdin 2 officially happening at disney is it just to give aladdin a job maybe yeah maybe uh no time to die theme is coming out today looking forward to a billy eilish billy eilish i'm gonna check my phone to see if it is already out if it is, we will watch it now and then come back to you. Oh, man, imagine it was out. If it was. um, Let's see if it's out already. No time to die theme. Is it out? Is it out? Is it out? Uh, I don't think it is. No, not out. I'm yes. not seeing anything. Damn yet. it. We're not going to get. Okay. Oh, well. Moving right along. Moving right along. We'll we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. We'll probably tweet out how we feel about it. Uh, Ben Schwartz, the guy who does the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, wrote an adult Goonies script for Seth Rogen that apparently they were looking at. Did not know that. I would be interested in seeing that. I would be interested in seeing it too. I love the Goonies. The Goonies is great. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. So, I, I used to be in a band years and years ago and supposedly every time I arrived at rehearsals, I'd go, hey, hey guys, hey guys. And do you... when I wasn't there, they made fun of me behind my back. And one day, one of the guys, the bass player, Shane, he was good at impressions. Yeah. <laughs> and the lead singer goes, oh, do your hey guys, Ian. And he goes, hey you guys. And he's like, no, not the hey you guys. Oh, I was shit. like, is that how I really sound? <laughs> oh. And that was when Ian grew up. Uh, he yeah. first encountered with bullying. Friends? <laughs> friends? No, no friends. Aww. Anyway, moving right along. Moving right along for that tragic, tragic story. <laughs> it clearly has had a huge effect on oh, you. Oh, I've never been the same since. <laughs> I've never been the same. Oh, speaking of people who have never been the same since their greatness, Rick Moranis returns for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Hello. Yeah. It's been over 20 years since he's made a live action movie. Yeah, and you know, he really does not seem to want to, but I guess he's doing it for this, so. And Joe Johnson... 
the original director of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids... Is coming back. Is coming back. So maybe this will be a good movie. Either way, I, I like it. Yeah. I like that Rick Moranis is back. Me too. I like seeing That's him fun. again. I had to look up pictures of him from oh. now. Oh, and yeah. And he still looks like Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah. I, I do that but as it's well. It's a bit of a jump. Because you know the way people age... <clears throat> sorry... In Hollywood, you kind of get to see people gradually age. Oh yeah, you age on screen, and people who exactly. age people who age off screen, it yeah, seems whoa. drastic. Yeah. Who's this? Or when? What was her name? The one who Ed uh, Judy Dench. Uh, the one who just won Best Actress. Oh, oh Renee Zellweger. Renee Sorry. Zellweger. She went away and then came back with loads of surgery, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Who's this imposter?" Yeah. Who is this woman? She who She kind of looks like Zellweger. She kind of looks like she looks like an affectation of Renee Zellweger. She doesn't. I know it was weird. Yeah, I still think so as well. It's weird she's winning awards because her. Like, I feel like she can't emote anymore. I know. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I have to watch the movie. <laughs> I know we haven't watched the movie. Yeah, I'm just so judging by blanket statements. Blanket statements. There you go. Um, Ryan Reynolds is working on a Clue movie. Apparently, the script is in. Uh, having seen the first clue, I love it. I've, I've be- never seen it. Oh, it's amazing. You should watch it. I very much am excited for Ryan Reynolds to make a clue movie. I did read a little bit about that. He's actually reteaming with the Deadpool writers. Yes, to do it. Who also did Venom. <clears throat> anyway, moving right along. We were going to talk about the Oscars, but we might do that next week instead. Yeah, because we're going to watch Parasite. Yeah. So hit you with a review. We're just going to leave that alone. Um. The one thing we will talk about is the Oscars is our skunks of the week, which oh, are yes. VFX artists. They were not oh. happy with. Uh, I'm going to say Ruth again, but it's not Ruth. It's Re- Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson and James Corden making fun of cats, which they, they were both in it. they both star in. So they're making fun of themselves as well. Yeah. So for the VFX award, they came out dressed as cats and were kind of ribbing into them. And the VX, VFX people, we're not going to read it out. We probably would have earlier, yeah, but yeah. it's too long now. Um, they hit back with a tweet, basically being super butthurt about the whole thing. You'd swear they said something outlandishly racist. You'd swear that, yeah, they were like calling them lazy or something. Oh my God. I mean, can we all just relax? Yeah. Can we all just chill? It was funny. It genuinely was funny. It was funny. Yeah. And it was... it wasn't mean-spirited. No. It was just laughy. It was yeah. jokey. Hey, we're having a little bit of fun. I love the fact that Rebel Wilson and James Gordon were probably like, let's get some good press for cats. You know, we're going to acknowledge. Exactly. And they were like, look, we'll have a bit of fun at it, poke fun at ourselves. Maybe it sells one DVD. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, let's poke fun at ourselves at a bit for being in it. And then they're hit with all this backlash. And it's like anything to do with cats is fucking toxic. I know. Clearly. It's like the worst thing you can touch. But anyway, um, for Hunk, we're going to give the hunt. The hunt. Well, the marketing the team marketing behind team. Hunt. Because they have turned that shit around and we become applaud hunks. You. We do. We truly applaud you. You guys, you've knocked it out of the park with this. And uh, with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of Straight to Series. Um, funny enough, we spoke about this earlier, how we're meant to do a call to action uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. later than the beginning. So we're going to do it right at the very yeah. end. Like, subscribe, check out our SoundCloud, do all the fun stuff. We're on SoundCloud, add us on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Instagram is where you'll get the most We do our work on Instagram. Interaction. Ian puts in work on Instagram. I won't say we, because Ian does all the work and he does it so well. So I'm going to give him credit for that. Thank you. And thank you for dressing up for this episode. Thank you very much. Yes. Did I get the job? We'll call you. That's not a good sign. (laughs) 